The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. It's Farrell on the bench in the biggest way possible. Hanging out the bad seat. Broken day to bad. Apple with a bad attitude. Hanging around a bunch of bad. Under bad taste. Bad lie. Bad do. Bad bread. Bad attitude. Bad vibes. We are live in the Farrell Appalachian right across the river and through the woods from where Granny Stole my stash of hybrid poison cherry when she was drinking JMO shots in New York City. The Big Apple. Ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, directing traffic, some kind of fashion, shake it up, should do that. All my finna come around, flat to flat to party up, rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess, this town's a tatter. My brain's splattered all over Manhattan, should do be shackhead. Ooh. Hey, what's gigging? It's Pharrell with Carver High tonight. And uh, right now, you got a upset brewing uh, again. The Braves have opened up a can on the Dodgers now. It's five to one in the sixth inning. They got to Kershaw in this inning. It all started when Acuna beat out a grounder over Kershaw's head, got to second. Freeman brought him home. Then Azuna brought home Freeman, and it is just chaos right now on. Uh, the base pass, a shot down the line. Turner couldn't get it uh, to the left field corner. And, I mean, it's unbelievable. So, uh, Freeman doubled to right. Acuna scored. Azuna doubled to deep center. Freeman scored. Swanson doubles uh, to uh, left uh, field. Alby scored. Azuna scored. It's 5-1 to one Braves over the Dodgers. Remember... The Dodgers won last night 15-3. to Everyone, including myself, thought they were back in it. And now it's 5-1 to in the bottom of the sixth inning with one out. And they still have a runner at second. And if they win this game, they'll lead the Dodgers 3-1 in the series with uh, one win needed to get to the World Series. The Astros win on a Correa walk-off home run tonight. They're alive. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you, because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. 
we can laugh, man. We we gonna learn, and most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Pharrell on the bench with you. Six to one now, uh, Braves, as... Swanson singled the center, or I think it was uh, he scored on Riley's single to center. So Riley singled the RBI. Swanson scores. Swanson had doubled to get to second, and it's now six to one Braves. I just want to give you an idea of what happened to Clayton Kershaw per usual. Five innings, seven hits, four earned runs, one walk, four strikeouts, and a home run. Azuna hit the home run to left, a bomb off the signage in the second deck. And then uh, it was unbelievable. This kid, Wilson, I think he's a rookie. Uh, He ends up, Bryce Wilson coming in, and uh, he pitches an incredible uh, game. Bottom line, five innings, six innings. He went six innings, one earned run, one hit, a home run to Rios. Five strikeouts, that was it. And he threw, literally, he was throwing 80% strikes on his first pitch. The whole game, he had, he was, you know, it was strike one to every batter. He just kept throwing strikes, and they didn't know what to do. They were behind, literally every batter was behind in the count uh, from the jump. I mean, he just was throwing first pitch strikes all night. Literally, at one point, it was 16 to 20, then it was like 17 to 21. The guy was throwing BBs. And they were all over the plate. Now, the uh, Gratterall was the guy that uh, came in for Kershaw and just started giving up runs. Bottom line. So they have scored five runs in this inning, in the sixth. They still have a runner on first in Riley and only one out. And, I mean, the Dodgers are in big trouble, mister. Can you even believe it, Carver High? The uh, the story of this guy. Now he'll take the loss, I'm assuming, and he'll, you know, he's 11 and 12 lifetime in playoff games, and uh, in this, like, I think it's in the championship series. Now he'll be three and six. He turns into a pumpkin every October. I'm sorry, uh, he just does, and. Uh, you know, the the other night with the back, he didn't pitch in game two, comes out tonight, he gives you five innings of one run, but then you just can't, this just can't happen, what just happened in the sixth inning, it can't happen. Um, and once again, Kershaw, when once again, Kershaw just doesn't show up when it matters. And you, we, you talked the other day, the eight straight division titles, they haven't won anything, and, you know, that part of the reason why they haven't is, and it's hard to place it all on one guy, you know, he has not gotten it done. 11 and 12 in the postseason. I understand he's going to go to the Hall of Fame. He can go to the Hall of Fame with that big case of, you know, all those Cy Young awards that he's gotten there. But you know where he's not going to have when he goes in there? Probably not going to have a World Series title because he just never gets it done in the playoffs. I mean, it's unbelievable. I put on uh, Sided uh, the other day, uh, what was worse, the uh, Dodgers' eight straight division titles with no rings or the uh, – Braves 14 straight division titles with one 
World Series championship. And and I want to get your opinion of that. What's worse? Because, you know, obviously, obviously the Braves won the World Series. It's that simple. And the Dodgers haven't done it in that eight division titles. The the Braves won 14 straight and they got one. That's it. They got it done. So it has to be the Dodgers uh, is worse. Yeah, right now it is, of course, because the Braves did win one. You know, in 95, they did get one. They went to a bunch of other World Series and uh, and lost them all. But the Dodgers have not gotten it done in the eight straight. Um, it's just, it's maddening. It really is, because the team has been so good the last few years. And it's not like they're losing in the World Series every year either, like the Braves did. I mean, they're barely getting there. I know they made it a couple of years ago. Uh, they went two years in a row. They lose to Houston and lost to Boston, right, in back-to-back years. But they just never get it done in these big spots. It's just ridiculous to see. You know what? I, I actually – I can't wait to – they got runners on first and second now with one out. They walked the uh, the batter. So I can't – Pache's up now. He's over two in the game. Gonzalez is pitching now for the Dodgers. Uh, I actually – if it happens, because they'll – if they – you know, they're they're on their way to losing this game tonight, it would appear to me. Six to one, right? Unless something crazy happens. I don't really see them coming back in this game, but maybe they will. Who knows? They came back in the game the other night and lost eight, seven. They were down seven, nothing. So I guess anything's possible, but here's the deal. They go down three, one. Are you going to bet that they're out of it, that they're done, that they're going to lose? Or will they win three straight? Yeah, I find it really hard to believe that they'd win three games in a row. I just would. I, I just um, – I wouldn't have a lot of faith in that. What are they I'm probably going to go with Bueller again tomorrow, I would guess, right? Oh, no, not really because tomorrow's game uh, four, right? Oh, no, yeah. Will they go Bueller tomorrow's tomorrow? Yeah, game, game four. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I don't. They're not going to win three games in a row. I got no faith in that, Scotty. I don't think they can do it. So when they lose this year, what do you think we're going to hear from uh, the Dodgers and and Dave Roberts and you know uh, Clayton Kershaw? Nobody wants to hear from him anymore. No, no one wants to hear his reasoning for why it's so. It's an annual tradition now that he fails in the playoffs. I don't even want to listen to him. I don't even. I have nothing that you know I could absorb from him at this point and uh, accept it. I just don't even want to listen to the guy. What's he going to say? Yeah, I don't want to hear his cliches uh, after the game uh, tonight, the one game at a time, and, you know, we, we'll come back and get him next year. We're close to winning it all. Uh, enough. Uh, every year you come up short. Every I love these guys. Year you come up I love short. These I love guys. these guys. These guys play hard. You never win, all right? You never win in a big spot. There's no, one I'd, rather, it done. There's no, there's no one okay? I'd rather go to the, the uh, battle with. And, and I thought it would change this year because I thought, Honestly, I thought that adding bets that was going to be the piece, like adding bets to that mix. But bets doesn't pitch, and you saw their bullpen kind of collapse here in the playoffs. It hasn't been very good, and even the starting pitching. You know, Bueller's good, but he he goes four innings. He throws a hundred pitches in four innings, and he's out of the game. Kershaw again. He's not the Kershaw that he used to be. Uh, you know, they just don't have the starting pitching. It's that simple. Bueller uh, acts like he'd rather walk guys than give up hits, so he just doesn't even care if he walks guys. Here's more runs coming in, single to center. It's going to be seven to one now. Riley scores. I mean, this is really unbelievable. There's still one out. Pache drove him in. It's now 
seven to one. This game's over, and uh, they still have one out, and they keep showing Kershaw. They'll, they just blame him for everything. They blame him for everything. It it really is unbelievable when you think about it. Like, but do you do you find any uh comfort in this? Like as a Yankee fan, like watching the Yankees fail every October now, it seems like they're just doing the exact same thing that the Dodgers are doing. Because the y- Yankees won back to back hundred win seasons and got nothing out of it. And then they could have been part of the Astros cheating, you know, when Chapman yeah, threw it to Altuve. You know, the last couple of years, the Yankees have not been the absolute hands down most dominant team in the American League and then losing the playoffs. You know, they have had other really good teams in the league with them, just Houston, obviously, uh, you know, two years ago, the Red Sox. You know, the Rays have been good now this year. You know, there's the Dodgers have been the hands down best team in the National League for like four or five straight years now. Like no questions asked, best team in the National League. And they lose every year. The Yankees have other teams that are winning 100 games in the American League. Houston's won World Series. The Red Sox won two years. You know, there's there's other teams that are really good. The Dodgers are are head and shoulders better in the regular season than all these other teams in the National League every year. Don't you think that like there's some kind of if you look at Kershaw, they just keep showing him. It's like showing Mike Shishovsky's wife for three hours. Look, I get uh, on him I, a lot, but it's not all his fault. I mean, I get on him because he's the fa- he's the guy that you expect to come up in the enormous moments, and he doesn't. But there's obviously more blame to go around than just to him. I can't even believe I fell for his BS and bet on him today. <laughs> like that, I actually believed he could win a playoff game. <laughs> I did too. You know what I mean, like. And, and he does it to betters, too. Like, we get sucked into his name. But what we should do is every single time he pitches, bet against him. Because he never wins. It's unbelievable. I got to tell you that I, he's not going to get another chance. I actually, um, I think it's awesome watching him lose. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. forget uh you know to uh talk about this uh in the midst of all this baseball conversation going on can i just mention this story about the uh you know the Bengals kicking the field goal late in the game to not get shut out by the ravens right wasn't it like i mean i don't even touchdown uh georgia state this game is crazy carver high i've I've literally it's been tied like six seven times like honestly from the beginning of the game seven all 
uh, 14 all, 21 all, 28 all, 35 all. So it's going to be 42 up all. now? It's going to be 42 yeah, all now? Yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, so the Bengals lost last week to the Ravens, right? And the game uh, obviously was a you know pretty much a blowout. But what happened was the Ravens won it 27 to 3. They had their problems. The Bengals defense stopped them a few times. They, you know, didn't score as much as they normally would 37, 40 points. You know, they got, you know, they're tough. They uh, obviously have a winning record. Uh, they've been rocking and rolling the Ravens and they they're expected to kick ass and take names. Right. But what happened was is that the Bengals kicked the field goal late to avoid the shutout. And then, so this guy, I, I, you know, uh, what's his name? The coach Martindale or something. <laughs> and he he's like one of the assistants for Harbaugh. He got all worked up about it and started screaming at, at the Bengals uh, coaching staff. And then it, it's turned into a, a international conspiracy. Like now, what is it? F- four days later, four days later. And, and your boy and your boy Don Martindale still is, you know, heated <laughs> about the fact that the Bengals kicked a field goal to, to bust up a shutout. Like, dude, like, who cares, man? Honestly, bro. Like, are you serious? Don't let him get in field goal range, I guess. Right. I mean, honestly, who cares? But can you even fathom that, seriously, like, I, I, I just don't understand why is the guy so worked up about it? <laughs> what is what is that? Uh, so the D, uh, he's miffed by the Cincinnati field goal. I, I just, I have to listen to his, uh, or see his stats. Uh, or in terms of, like, was there any quotes from this guy? Here it is. After the action, the Bengals City people, uh, Martindale said he knew it was because it was awful quiet when I yelled across the field. There are some people uh, that take that as a victory. We'll see. We'll have plenty to talk about the next time we play them. I, I don't even understand what that means. Your boy Wink Martindale getting all worked up over uh, a 38-yard field goal with 37 seconds left in a game. The fifth time since the 70 merger that a team kicked a field goal in the final minute to avoid a shutout. Do you have a problem with them kicking the field goal with Carver High uh, uh, with mean, under a minute to go? It never happens. Not, Do you have a problem with not, it? Not particularly. I, look, the, you got a young team. I, they look, it's 20, 27 to nothing. Should he probably just be trying to get a touchdown? Maybe. I don't know. Does it matter that you won 27-3 or 27 nothing? Does it matter? Who cares if they kick the field goal? You guys won the game. You're 4-1. and one. Worry about who you're playing this week. Worry about the Eagles and Carson Wentz on Sunday. Why are you still talking about the dopey Bengals kicking a field goal? Does he have a clause in his contract? Like if the Ravens get X amount of shutouts this year, does Wink Martindale get a couple more uh, shekels in the pocket at the end of the year, Scotty? Is, he, is this a check-related thing for him? What is he worried about? Who cares? Anyway, there's only been two other instances in the last 50 years when a team kicked a field goal in the final minute to avoid a shutout while trailing by more than 20. And uh, in 1970, Bengals coach Paul Brown chose to kick field goal in the final minute of a 38-3 loss to the Lions. And in 2006, Buccaneers coach John Gruden decided to kick a field goal with no time left in a 23 loss to the Steelers. John Harbaugh said, uh, 
the defense would have loved the shutout, but that it wouldn't have been a factor if Baltimore had stopped Cincinnati on either one of the fourth and one situations on the final drive. I guess you have to look at it that way. We'll just leave it at that. But your boy Wink isn't leaving it at that. And the funny thing is, I think it's more hilarious for me to listen to Martindale cry about a field goal uh, to spoil his team's shutout and that they're still talking about it four days later, that it's like some kind of huge thing, and that we'll see them in week 17. (laughs) Well, first of all, wink. Here's a newsflash for you, wink. Uh, The Bengals suck. They're going nowhere. That game will be completely meaningless. What are you going to rub their noses in it, wink? I mean, honestly. You you already have a playoff spot wrapped up. You're going to go – Throw all your guys out there to, to rough up the Bengals right. in Week 17. How much of a male organ is he? Like, he's the male organ time. of the month club. Like, your boy, he really Wink is. Martindale. Like, like, I, like I said, I don't know what – I want to know what his motivation is. Like, is this check-related? Does I mean, what, if the defense gets a shutout, do the kids get to go to the pizza parlor after? Like, what? what is the problem here, dude? Participation like, what, what, trophies what, what, for everybody. What is happening here, man? Like, uh, calm down, dude. <laughs> Can you believe it? Coach said we'd go for ice cream if we got a shutout today. What's, what, what is the problem uh, here? I'm going in Johnny's car. <laughs> oh, no, we gave up that field goal. No ice cream now from Coach. Uh, we didn't get a shutout. No, maybe they had, like, uh, you know, the free pizza slice for the shutout. <laughs> if you get Little little Elios, little Elios yeah, cut up yeah, in the little, little Elios <laughs> shutout slice. If you get a shutout, you get a slice. We were gonna and take you didn't. to Tony's for the real thing, but you guys didn't get a shutout tonight. We're getting the Elios out of the freezer. Let's go. No real pizza for you tonight. No soup for you. Honestly, dude, you Martindale. <laughs> Listen, I gotta tell you, it's funny. People think that you know the Brown Steelers game this week. I think it's the game of the week, right? But the team that I, you know, I've never, and I'll, I'll be honest, I'm worried about the the Browns this Sunday. I think they can beat the Steelers. I don't want them to, but I think they can beat them. But I, the team that I worry about, I've never worried about the Browns because the Steelers have been spitting in the Browns' face for 55 years of my life. Literally, my whole life, they've kicked their ass. I mean, literally. I mean, look at the numbers. Since 1965, if you look at the numbers between the Browns and Steelers, you'll puke. Okay? So I don't worry about the Browns. I'm worried about them this week. But the team that I want to beat is the Ravens. Right? Like, they're the team to beat with the Steelers in that division. Any way you slice it, they're the team to beat. Right? So that's the team I want to beat. So anything at all that I see where like Wink Martindale is getting all worked up over the Bengals. You know, uh, I hope it drives him nuts. And uh, I, I loved watching them get their ass beat by the Chiefs, even though I bet on them that night. I don't bet with my heart, but I, uh, I got smoked on that game. But the deal is, that's the team I'm worried about. Meanwhile, he's worried about the Bengals kicking a field goal, he should be worried about the Steelers being in first place and being undefeated. Right? Am I wrong, Carver? I? There's a lot more things that he should be worried about than the Bengals kicking that field goal. They're 1,000%. I can't believe he's still talking about it. I just can't believe it. We're going to get them. 
we'll get them in week 17. God, I'm sure that Joe Burrow and uh, what's their coach? Zach Taylor. They're really looking forward. They can't wait. They're, you know, they're scared of Wink in week 17. Oh, no. Look out. You know, uh, one, a couple things. A, they're showing uh, Arch Manning play a high school football game tonight in Louisiana. I on, saw on that. A lot of hype. Too. A lot of hype and he's, for that. He's thrown at least two or three touchdown passes. But here we go again with the, oh, God. Yeah, oh, they're they're going to start showing Arch Manning's games every week they now. never go away, man. The Mannings, just when you think they're done, Eli retires, Peyton retires. You know, you don't see uh, what's the other brother that was doing those comedy bits in the pregame, Cooper. You don't see Cooper. him anymore. You thought what you about, were done with the man. And what about, you thought you, you, listen, thought you were finished with him. What, what about when Arch goes and, like, knocks some chick up at college? Oh, no, and then he no, has no. – no, no. But he's going to have a he'll – a, he'll have a son for sure. Maybe twins. How about twin boys? And then you'll have the second coming of, of all of them. They'll all – that's what's going to happen. Arch is going to have twins. When he's in college, he's going to have a hot girlfriend. And then on a, you know, snowy night and a little, you know, candlelit dinner, the whole deal, red wine, little – there's going to be some relations. And then he's going to have twins. And then uh, little <laughs> – what are their names going to be? What was – so Peyton, we got to have uh, – how about Pouncer and uh, uh, Eddie? Pouncer and Eddie. Pouncer and Eddie Manning. They're going to come out next. And then in 16 years, you'll be watching them throwing touchdowns. And they'll, how about they go to uh, arch rival high schools in the area? Like one of them says, I don't love my brother. I'm going to go beat him. I'm going to play on the crosstown team with all the hoodlums. And then uh, they come over and beat the, you know, uh, little Eddie beats, named after Eddie Van Halen. He beats uh, <laughs> Pouncer. In the state championship game. Meanwhile, Arch at that time will be a seventh year NFL star making $450 million uh, in his contract, his uh, second contract in the NFL after his rookie deal expires. He'll be making $450 million and close to uh, $70 million a year to be the quarterback of the Broncos. Can you see it, Carver High? I can see think? it. This is uh, another Manning coming through the pipeline, the glory. It will all happen. What about um, the Twins? Who? The Twins. You don't think Arch will have uh, you know, Twins oh, yeah. with his girlfriend? and have, They'll oh, have three more I'm of them sure. in the league. That, that, that It'll just be a never-ending legacy of Manning kids in the NFL. That's what it'll be. How about, how about like, uh, does, does Eli have kids? Does he have a son? No, I think he has all girls. What about Peyton? Maybe Archie needs to get busy. <laughs> he's old, but he's got to get busy. All right, so the Dodgers have runners on uh, first and second. Guy hits the ball all the way. Pollock hits it all the way to the warning track. Almost a three-run homer, but almost doesn't count. Now runners at the corners. One out. 7-1 Braves in the top of the seventh. So there you go. Uh, I want to get your reaction to the Correa walk-off home run to dead center field. I mean, he just absolutely jacked that ball out and that was it because Choi had hit a home run deep to right to tie it 
in like the sixth inning, seventh inning, something like that. Maybe it was the it was in the eighth. He hit it in the eighth, and then uh, they lost it on a walk off in the bottom of the ninth, right? Yeah, uh, that that was an absolute rocket. That ball that Correa hit uh, off Anderson in the ninth. I mean, that ball still hasn't landed. He hit that so clean and. Um, I, I told you today on the TV show, I thought that the Astros would get one more. Um, nice job by them. Uh, you know, Springer got him going too early in the game with a bomb. So first pitch. Uh, I, I think it'll run out tomorrow. Uh, you'd expect Snell to maybe pitch a, a pretty decent game for them. Um, but hey, you know what? The Astros can hit. Oh man, you were right. He just missed that ball. I mean, it went right to the wall. Ah, oh, that would have Do you think it's definitely Snell tomorrow? Snell's pitching for the Rays tomorrow, yeah. So, uh, so that's a done deal. It's definitely Snell. Oh, yeah, you're right. Valdez against Snell. So you really you're on the Rays uh, tomorrow, even after you saw you took the Astros two days in a row. You're going to jump off that wagon. I, I think that I might. I, I'm going to look at it in the morning. I might play the Rays. I might play the Astros again. Uh, let me see what the price is. Um. But I think the Rays will probably finish it tomorrow. That's well, my that's I, my initial thing. Did you think Snell was that good in the first time around? I, I didn't think he was great, no. Um, I didn't think he was great. I just think that they're going to have better options uh, here coming into into this next game than the, than the Astros are. The Astros got a lot of, you know, they had like five rookies pitched today or four or five rookies pitched, right. and they all pitched very well. But I just don't know if they're going to be able to do that again tomorrow. But so on the other it, side, it was, you know, Cash was right today. You know, you listen to Cash, other than a Rosarena, who's hitting the ball right now for the Rays? No one. And, and the and the and when they won that third game the other night, they got that big inning because Altuve can't throw the ball anymore, or else who knows if they even score in that inning. So right. they they they've gone pretty cold offensively too, aside from Rosarena. Troy hit the home run to tie it, but they really uh, I, and you know. Uh, Brendan Lau hit a home run. He was one for uh, 36 before that yeah. home run. He was in the worst slump I've ever seen. Uh, Gurriel's in the same uh, type of slump on the other side of the Astros. But even after you uh, saw them win two in a row, you don't think they can uh, even it up tomorrow? And, and when it, we, you know, it was 3-0. I thought it was going to be a sweep. And now all of a sudden we're looking at game six. And then if if I'm already going to see game six, I'm starting to think um, game seven's inevitable. Look, I would like to see the Astros win. I would love to see a game seven. I can't stand either team. Like I told you last week, this is like a Yankee fan's worst nightmare. You got these cheating Astros and the and the Rays who just beat you, you know, the nerds, the charts and graphs right. and the Rays. Uh, it's an unwinnable position if you're a Yankee fan. but. Looking at it, I'll take a game seven. Uh, Astros have the bats, so they, they have a lot of pop. And Springer and Correa are both hitting the ball right now. You know, Bregman's been quiet. Look for maybe Bregman tomorrow, Scotty. Maybe it's finally his day to get going. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, all I know is if, if they go seven, let's say hypothetically the Astros win tomorrow, and it goes seven, and they've won three straight to even the series, who do you bet on in game seven? If it went to seven, I would bet on the Astros. Right. You got to. 1,000%. And uh, Valdez is going to start for the Astros tomorrow. Right. I said that. Game so, one. Yeah. Right. So anyway, you would take them in game seven because of their experience and because of 
Uh, the fact that they won three straight to even the series after the Rays should have finished them off and they didn't, and now they're going to pay the price for it. Yes, I would go with if the Astros win tomorrow, I will bet them uh, absolutely Saturday in Game 7. So then the logic says, as a better, that you need to go bet on the Astros tomorrow. Well, what I would do is I, I would probably try to do something like, you know, they've got the Astros winning seven, things like that. I'd try to squeeze a little more juice out of it. If I was going to pick the Astros to win this series at this point, I don't even think I'd bet them game by game. I would now just go bet them the series at Astros to win in seven if I thought they could win the next two games because you'll get a little bit better price on it. So you'd avoid the money line in both games and just pick them to win the series. If I thought the Astros were going to win them both, because right now you get the Astros at plus 390 to win the series. Right now uh, it's plus 390. Yeah, plus 390 to win the series. Are you so willing to make that? Are, are you willing to make that bet? Because they, I think they have every chance in the world to do it. Yeah, I mean, I, when I look at everything in the morning, I think that if if I like what I see tomorrow, and I think there's an advantage, if if I'm going to bet the Astros to win tomorrow, I'm going to bet them to win the series. That's it. Do you I'm gonna, think that I won't play uh, that line tomorrow. Do you think that they're uh, like mentally? Do you feel as though the Rays, in the back of their minds, are at least? I think at least a couple of them have talked to each other and said, "We're choking. We're we're, we're choking right now. We, we should right. have won this series already, and we're choking." And this is also remember this too. And this, some people say this doesn't matter. I believe it does. This is a Ray team that has not been in this spot before. Let's remember this. They are right. not like, you know, they've been in the playoffs a couple years. You know, they lost in five to the Astros last year. They came back. They were down 2-0 in that series, won the next two, and then lost a game five to the Astros. Um, the Astros, now only one team has come back from 3-0. We know who that is. But the Astros have been in the World Series. You know who that is, all right. We've the Astros have been in the World Series a bunch the last couple of years. You know they've been down uh, 2-1, 2-0 in series or down three one in series. They, you know, there's a lot of experience, playoff experience on that team. And when you get into a situation like tomorrow night now, where the ball starts to roll a little bit, sometimes you do lean towards the team that's got the more experience because the Rays have not been in the spot. They were up three zero. They're probably like, all right, we're you know, listen, let's get ready. We're going to the World Series here, and now it's three two. And they don't have guys in that clubhouse that have been in this situation before. So it's going to be they new to them. They have to be thinking. They have to be thinking. If, but yeah. But if it were you, if you were on the team right now and you were sitting here and I was your best friend and I was on the phone with you and you were on the raise and I'm your best friend. You lived your whole life next door to me and I was your buddy. And I was like, listen, I go what's happening here and it, would you admit to me on the phone right now just let's have a conversation right now listen let's say uh carver carver's the cleanup hitter on the race yo carver hi it's your boy buff hey listen what's going on bro are you guys are you guys gonna choke this away i mean are you tripping because you were up three you were telling me you had it in the back what is going on now what is happening uh, it's all right you know we're just gonna get them tomorrow we're gonna take it one game at a time don't worry. We're going to take it one game at a time. You're Although not worried? We got guys. You're not worried. No, no, not You're worried. Lying. No. We're You're lying. You're lying. Just tell the truth. It's your boy Buff. That's a, that's a tough team on the other side there. Very tough team. It's your boy Buff Boozer. I'm here. Don't lie to me. Tell me the truth. Do you guys think you're going to choke? Yes. We're grabbing the bat just a little too tight <laughs> right now. A little too tight we're grabbing the bat. Yo. Uh, 
I heard a rumor that you guys are going to trade for Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, well, that'll, <laughs> that'll guarantee the Astros come back if they did that. Hey, yo, hey, can you give me VIP behind the rope passes to that uh, strip club <laughs> that Tommy Pham goes to? <laughs> Cease and desist. <laughs> Shut the place down. Do you know any other? Do you know any other places we could go party? Hey, so um. No. Do you think your manager dresses inappropriately? You should like like wear a you know like a uniform or something and look better in the dugout or yeah he just does like the he just does like the pullover right like he's he's, he's basically the thing going. always casual Friday for Kevin Cash right like it is always casual Friday he's got you never see the uh, the uniform top there's a lot of guys like that now like I feel like Mattingly does that too like there's a lot of managers who um. So Rios gets the RBI. Oh, uh, let's go. Fly. What do we got here? Oh, sack he fly. You need sack more than fly. that. Can't, you it's can't not... have sack flies. Bases loaded one out. You need more than a sack fly. You need to keep the train rolling. You got to hit a ball in the gap. You got to get some runs in here. And you, I said this to you in the break. Dodgers are going to tease everybody here. If you bet the Dodgers tonight, you watch. They're going to tease you. It'll probably be like 7-5 in the ninth, and the Dodgers will have a couple guys on, and you're going to think you're back in the mix because that's what this team does. They tease you. Well, if they hit a three-run homer right now, it'll be 7-5. Yeah. Down 7-2 right now. But Rios is the guy that would have uh, given you that pop because he already hit a home run tonight. What do they got coming up now? Who's up after Rios? Uh, Warren Beatty. Yeah, he stinks. <laughs> he, he made too many bad movies with Madonna, so he's not in the mix. Do you think he slept with her? Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, where did they get this guy? Matt Beatty. Who is that? Like, what is happening here all of a sudden? It, this has got to be. Uh, oh, so he's like a pinch hitter, right? That they're bringing in right now because he wasn't in the lineup. Was he the Probably. eight hitter the whole game? I'm not sure. I've been uh, doing this. I haven't been as focused. Here on this uh, on this game, is that right? <laughs> yes. Once it got to seven one, I really really got Wait, upset. I just want to look at the. Uh... Okay, I, I just got to go back to the game here. I just want to look to see in terms of the box score if he was in the lineup. Oh no, he's a pinch hitter now. Just like I said, who's he, who's he hitting for? Uh, I think he's hitting for Kiki. I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. I like Kiki. Kiki gets big hits. One of the few guys Maybe, on the team that does. I, I'm guessing he's in there for uh, for Kiki. I'll tell you now. And then Barnes would be up next. Right? So that's got to be for Kiki. But whatever. Yeah, he said he's in for Kiki. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's one. He, it's one and two that count with two outs and runners on the corners. So, uh, do you find it uh, seriously? Do you find it uh, enjoyable watching them go down the drain, the Dodgers, or could you care less? I don't really care about the Dodgers. The Dodgers don't bother me. It is what it is. But you don't. I, I miss like find the... it a story. That it's uh, no. unbelievable oh, it's every a, year that they do this. Oh, it, oh, and from that aspect of it, yeah, it is. It's hilarious that every year they do this, and 
They come up short. They're the greatest thing ever all season long. Dodgers are a preseason favorite to win the World Series. Dodgers are this. Dodgers steamroll everybody. And then they always fall apart in the playoffs. They just always do. Losing to the Nationals last year. Before those two World Series trips, they had a bunch of, you know, awful losses before getting to the World, you know, not making the World Series. So So their DH Rios has, he drove in both runs tonight. Nobody else has done jack. Bets over three. Seeger over three. Turner one. Wasted them all last night. They wasted all those runs. Should have saved a couple. Muncie walked twice. Peterson over two. Pollock was a pinch hitter over. Bellinger's over. Kiki was over. And now uh, this guy's still up. And then Barnes was over. I mean, it's unbelievable to me that they went from 15 runs to two hits. Two hits the whole night. It really is unbelievable. All right, Pharrell on the bench. So uh, go back in time. When when Joe Buck was doing it originally, it was with Tim McCarver, right? And then now he's doing it with John Smoltz. Now, I don't know how many guys he's had in that booth with him over the years. I haven't kept track. But I was just saying to you that I thought uh, McCarver and Buck were way better than Buck and Smoltz. That's my opinion. And I'm friends with Smoltz. I like John a lot. He's a great guy. I do. But I just don't... um, you know, I don't find him entertaining, like, to be honest with you. And then, uh, like, I got to be at least somewhat entertained. It, it just can't be all baseball talk, like, where it's just boring and just drab. Like, when I called a game in the NHL, I was never boring, ever. We lost every night. So we lost, uh, you know, 57 games. And I was just sitting there going all the time, um, you know, I think it was something like that, wasn't it? Didn't we lose like uh, Carver? You remember that Thrasher team? You guys lost like sixty games that year. I mean, it something was like that. But whatever. So anyway, I was like, I was never boring. I we'd lose every night. I'd crack jokes the whole game, make fun of stuff, do fake fights, the whole deal. But they just do it straight. I get it. It's on you know network television, all the rest. It's on Fox, if you want to call it that. Is Fox Network Television? I used to remember it was it was CBS, NBC, ABC. Now Fox is considered a big shot too, right? So, yes. uh, but when he did it with uh, McCarver, I thought it was better. And then I also said to you in the break, I thought uh, Bob Costas was better than all of them. I, I think Bob Costas doing a baseball game is as good as it gets. Yeah, I'm with you on Costas. I used to love when NBC had the baseball back in the late 90s when the Yankees were on those runs, and Costas did a lot of those games. Uh, I thought it was great. Uh, one of Probably maybe the my favorite uh, from my generation, play-by-play guy with baseball. I thought it was outstanding. But And, and Smoltz is just too dry. Like, it's just too boring. It's just too uh, – it gives you nothing. It's That's the problem with him. So they just lined out in the shift with the bases loaded, and the Dodgers are down – Seven to two, and they had the bases full, could have gotten runs, but didn't. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon.